more grace, and thank you for listening to the Prophetic Podcast with Prophet Brian Karn. Here's today's message. Praise our God. Let's get straight into the Word. Ephesians chapter 6. We have been very adamant about this teaching on the mind. Ephesians chapter 6. Thank you. Let's get straight into the Word of God. Ephesians chapter 6, verse uh, 10. We're going to start at verse 10, if you will. It's up on the screen, of course. I want you to make sure you bring your Bibles so that you can um, be attentive to the Word of God. And again, and all you're getting, get what? That's right. You want to have an understanding. We're grateful for what the Lord is doing. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. We're going to read all of it together. Let's read it all the way to verse 17. Come on, let's read it together. What does it say? Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. I've been very consistent in telling you that Paul used Roman soldier or Roman symbolism when he got ready to talk to us about armor by telling us the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith. But I told you that I didn't want you to really focus on the symbolism as much as I wanted you to focus on what it represents. And we made it very clear. I'm going to see who's been paying attention. But I said that the armor, not part of the armor, but he said put on the whole armor of God. And we declared that that armor is what? That's right. Let me. What is it? Bible knowledge. knowledge. And I gave you two principles. The last two principles that I gave you. The first principle I gave you was that thoughts precede actions. But the last two principles that I gave you, what was it? Come on, come on. See, see how you shout and talking about Yahweh we praise and don't know nothing. You see what I'm saying? And see, it, it, it's amazing. I done said this to you seven times. I'm on part seven. I done said it to you seven times and you still ain't got it. Just like you've been in church 20 years and still broke. Because you want to shout, but you don't want understanding. Now, I'm going somewhere, and I told you, you can stay behind if you want to, but you're going to have to get serious about your salvation. Amen. 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 Let's try it again. What was that principle I gave you? Come on. Knowledge and its proper use wins what? That's right. Who was struggling with that? My God. Knowledge and its proper use wins what? That's right. How many of y'all know we're in a battle? 
Amen. You're in a battle right now and it's the battle of the mind. The enemy is fighting you, but he's not fighting you with a, a, a BB gun or with a nine millimeter, but he's fighting you with thoughts. And so there's a battle going on. How do you think? What are you thinking? Who controls your thoughts? Who influences your thoughts? Because whoever controls your mind controls your mouth. And if they control your mouth, they're going to control your actions. Because every action you are operating in is the result of your thinking. Say amen. amen. All right. So we also said that you got to put on the whole arm of God so that you can use them for three things. The first one was the wiles of the devil. Who remember that? What was the second one? Evil day. That's correct. The evil day. And what was the third one? Fiery dart. Somebody say wiles of the devil. Evil day. Fiery darts. Say it again. Uh-huh. Come on. Look at some of y'all. Ooh, I don't know how y'all made it through school. Y'all struggling over them three points. Try it again. Come on. Yes. Yeah. Those are the three things. And we broke them down so that we could understand what they were. And we said we summed them up to three things. What? Thoughts, ideas, and suggestions. Look down your road. Say, he's been working on me all week. Thoughts, ideas, and suggestions. I don't want us to just know that. I don't want us to just say that because I say it, but I want you to be sure about it where you can be true, where you can know that it's true based on the word of God. But I absolutely believe that everything negative, everything that has happened in your life can be summed up to thoughts, ideas, and suggestions. You didn't do nothing that you didn't think about. You didn't do nothing that wasn't a suggestion. You didn't do anything that didn't come in the form of an idea. Say thoughts, thoughts ideas, ideas, suggestions. We're going to go to Genesis chapter 3. And the reason we're going to Genesis chapter 3 is because we can look at Genesis to kind of chronicle Satan's first approach to the human race. And I think it is worth noting about Satan. How did he gain control? How did he get us? How did this occur? The snake wasn't in the house, but how did he get in the house? What happened? And you've got to think about how powerful this must be. Because Satan was able to come in to a man who had a pure mind. Adam's mind was not corrupt like ours. He didn't have no bills to worry about. He didn't have no problems. Didn't have no trials. No situation. Nothing. He was, everything he needed was already provided. Yet the enemy still got him. Now if Satan can get a perfect man and get in his thoughts. Don't you know you got to be sober? 
vigilant because you got an adversary. Say amen to that. Amen. So we're going to Genesis chapter three because Genesis chapter three is what we call in theology. The law of first mention It's precedence is how the enemy operates. It's a guide for future acts. If I see what he did to Adam, I can pay attention to what he going to do to me. Come on, come on, come on. However he defeated them is the same way he going to try to defeat me because he don't have no new tricks because he's not a creator. So he's using the same tricks because he knows if my trick can work on a perfect man, I know it can work on a fallen one. And it's working. Some of you sitting right here in church, devil got you. Say thoughts, ideas, suggestion. So Genesis chapter three, verse one. Now the serpent was more subtle. I'm at New King James Version, please. Now the serpent was more subtle than in the beasts of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Pay attention to that. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. What I want you to pay attention to in verse one is when he came with an attack, he did not come looking like an attack. It was just a common conversation. He didn't come with fanfare. He didn't come uh, uh, in a way that would make you be on guard, but he came in a way that would draw you in to talk to him. Has God said? Just, just, just real subtle. These are suggestions that he planted. Has God said? That you should not eat of every tree of the garden. You got to be careful now because thoughts are very important. Thoughts are carried by the vehicle of words. You didn't get that. I said your word is nothing but the vehicle of your thoughts. The speech is the automobile that carries the cargo of your thoughts. The enemy knows that you have what you say. So he knows that in order to influence what you say, I got to influence your thoughts because your thoughts are nothing. Your words are nothing but the vehicle that carries your thought. You got to pay attention to this monkey because he doesn't come loud. He doesn't come aggressive. He came cunning. There's a reason he said now the serpent was more subtle. Out of all the animals in the forest, why did Satan go for the snake? Could have went for the lion. Could have went for something that they would be on guard with. But he came through the serpent that's, that, that he said be wise as a serpent. He's cunning. He's crafty. Didn't even announce itself. Came cunning. And think about it. Think about it. Think about the things that have gotten you into what you should not have been in. 
And then you be talking about something told me. Something told me, which means the devil is so shrewd. I keep telling y'all he's coming in your voice because he never is going to take credit. He's only an accuser. Y'all missed that. Satan accuses. He doesn't take credit for anything. He sets you up to do it so he can point the finger. So he comes in a cunning and a tricking voice sounding just like your voice so that you can take the responsibility. He sandwiches his suggestion in your language. So you won't even recognize it's the devil. You're going to think for sure this you and your mind, which you'll think you smart self. Are y'all listening to me? Verse two. Look at what she said. And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. But of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it. Nor shall you touch it, lest ye die. Now, I want, you to, I, I want you to see that if you look at Eve's reply, it don't look like she believed there's any danger. She's just having a casual conversation. If you listen to what she she's talking like her and the devil on talking terms. She don't even recognize it. Ain't even to discern that all he's doing is planning a suggestion. And it shows you how powerful or how sneaky this monkey is because she knew what God said. How do I know she knew what God said? Because she repeated it. She repeated what God said, yet thoughts are so powerful that they'll make you override what God done told you. His suggestions are so powerful that you'll know what the word of God say, but knowing truth didn't stop her. She knew that if she did what she wanted to do, she was going to die. But her thoughts were so powerful that she lost the fight. For don't you know? But of the fruit of the tree which in the midst of God, God said, you ain't going to eat it, nor touch it, unless you die. So he used thoughts, planted a suggestion. Has God said, look at verse four. Then the serpent said to the woman, you ain't going to die. See? See how he planted that thought? You ain't going to get pregnant. Uh-oh, got quiet on me. You won't get a disease. You won't get trapped. Quiet now. You won't die. You ain't got to wait. Do it your way. Doing it, doing it God's way don't look like it's working out too good. Take it in your hand. Then you know he'll start planting, he'll he'll plant thought, 
He'll plant thoughts like, you know, you under the new covenant. This is grace, you know. He's a God of grace. Come on, he'll plant that Bible. Thoughts to make you think you're the exception. Quiet in here. He'll plant them thoughts. Everybody else doing it. Ain't nothing happening. They getting away with it. Lord, they still drive. Look, they nice car, living the life. Look, they happy. Here I'm trying to do it right. I'm over here miserable. Planting thoughts. Ideas. Ain't no benefit in waiting on God. If I keep waiting, I'm going to end up old and ain't, I was going to be too late. I'm going to reach my biological clock where I won't be able to have no kids. Thoughts. Ideas. Suggestions. God told her. God said it. You're going to die. If you do it your way, quiet, ain't it? God say you're going to die. The animal say you won't, and you listen to the animal over God. Let me make it better. You listen to the creation more than you do the creator. I told you what to do, but you don't let somebody plant a thought in your mind and you've given them so much power that they're, they, they're able to influence you over clear instructions that came from God. It's quiet. I keep going. This show you that the devil comes talking calm and he always sound like he leading you somewhere better. They're in a perfect utopia. They're in the greatest place in the world and the enemy has sold them a can of good to make them feel like where they are, God got something. That, that, that what he has is better than what God has and God is the one who created him. He shot thoughts, ideas, and what? And got her. Just sitting right here. Right here. Right here. Some of y'all sitting in here. Be all glory. Right in the middle of your worship, a thought came. That's all it takes. One thought can send your mind somewhere while you're right here in the sanctuary. But your mind is on what you're going to eat after church. That's how powerful your mind is. Are y'all listening to me? The Bible said knowledge. I told y'all that was the principle. What was the principle? Knowledge and it's what? Proper use wins what? So it's not just knowledge. It ain't just knowledge. But it's knowledge and it's 
proper use because my mama got a Bible. Y'all in here got Bible. This is knowledge. But if it's obvious that having a Bible don't change your life because most of you in here got Bibles and your life is jacked up. So it's not enough to have a Bible if you don't apply it. What you doing with it? Well, I've been in my word. I'm reading the word and it ain't working. Yeah, you're reading it. You ain't using it. You got power on the inside of you that gives you the ability to put the word to work. Knowledge and its proper use wins battles. The Bible declares in verse 5, Genesis chapter 3, verse 5. It said, for God does know that in the day you eat of your eye, your eyes going to be open. You're going to be like God, knowing good and evil. I mean, what? I mean, they, they should have even thought about that. Who wants to know evil when all you know is good? You, you ever thought about that? The devil done tricked her to have an appetite for something. Why, why you want to know evil? Can you imagine a life void of evil? But planted a thought to make her feel like God was keeping something from her. And verse 6 declares, so when the woman saw, she got out of faith. Because we don't walk by. We don't walk by. We walk by. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food. And that it was pleasant to the eyes. And the tree desired to make one wise. She took of his fruit and ate. And she also gave to her husband with her and he ate. She saw that the tree was good for food to make one wise. They was already the wisest, smartest people ever. They didn't have no generational bloodline issues. They didn't have hereditary problems. They came straight from God. Can you imagine not having to fight through your DNA? You know, your mama, your daddy, they got things in their DNA. You, you, you individually are the sum total of six people. Your mama and daddy, and then your mama, mama and daddy, and your daddy, mama and daddy. You're the sum total of them. Can you imagine? A life, now, thank God for your parents. But can you imagine a life where their issues were not inherited? Some of you are dealing with inherited issues. That is put in your DNA. But here comes Adam. The only daddy he got is God. He's perfect. But the enemy is trying to make him feel like listening to God is going to make him smarter than he already is. This man is bad. This man has named every animal on the face of the earth. I told you there are 750,000 bugs. I ain't got into mammals. I ain't got, I'm talking about bugs, insects, 750,000. He came up with them. Nobody in history is known for naming animals but Adam. The smartest man on the earth, but he allowed a thought. A suggestion and an idea to make him feel like he was a fool. 
always make you think something is better than where you are. Then you get out there and do it and end up regretting forever. Um, something else I want you to understand is that the more you discover, that's why we're studying him and I'm taking this slow, but the more you discover about him, the more predictable he becomes. Write that down. Write that down. The more I discover about him, the more predictable, I'm talking about the devil, the more predictable he become because he ain't got no new tricks. So if I know how he is, I can be ready for his attacks. Now we're going to go to Luke chapter four again. And it's going to give us evidence to substantiate that again is thoughts. Ideas and suggestion. Because the same way, watch this, that the serpent attacked Eve is the same way that Satan attacked Jesus. Because he was dealing with two Adams. He was dealing with two Adam. So if he dealt with one Adam one way, he got to come to the same, the last Adam the same way. He ain't got no new tricks. He's not a creator. Look at somebody shout, same tricks. So Luke chapter four, verse one, look at what it says. It says, then Jesus being filled with the Holy Spirit returned from the Jordan and was led by the spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the who? And in those days, he ate nothing. And after when they ended, he was what? Hungry. Hungry. Verse three. And the devil said to him, if you are the what? Command this stone to become what? Now, doesn't that sound the same as has God said? I told you same trick, different package. He said to Eve, has God said? He said to Jesus, if thou be. But both statements are statements that want you to cast doubt on what God said. Same trick. Want you to begin to believe what he said. And stay with me. I know that I am redundant and I'm slow in this message. But one thing that I've learned, y'all, is spiritual truth does not take root quick. As a matter of fact, you should write that down because that's a powerful statement. Spiritual truth doesn't take root quickly. Most of you in here say, oh, I've been here. Oh, I know where he's going. But the truth of the matter is you say you know it, but I say you don't know it until you practice it. And I know you're not practicing it because your life is still in shambles. There's no victory in your life. You're defeated. You come here every Sunday. Some of you went this whole week and didn't tell nobody about Jesus. Dancing and shouting. Didn't witness. Didn't minister. Didn't win the loss. Didn't help nobody. Don't have power over the enemy. 
Didn't raise nobody from the dead. Didn't heal no sick. But you came to church and got all this power. You don't, you don't know it until you practice it. You don't know it until the enemy passes a thought in your mind and he don't send you into a depression for three hours. And you defeated all day because he planted a thought. And I call you and you in a mood swing because the devil done planted a thought in you that done destroys you. You don't know it yet. Don't be, I know, I know. You don't, you don't. You don't know it until you practice it. Jesus didn't snap. He didn't snap and make the devil leave. He didn't stump at him. He didn't shit Didn't do none of that. He said it's written. Are you listening to me? He had the knowledge of God's word. What does that mean? That mean it was in him to speak right when he needed it. How you gonna use a knowledge and you don't even read your Bible? You got to know it to use it. Amen. Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live by what? But by every what? That's what the word of God says. Verse five. Then the devil taken up, up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment time. Devil said, all this authority will I give you and the glory for this has been delivered to me and I will give to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you will worship before me, it will be what? It's going to be a notice that that's the same trick as if you eat, you'll be as gods. He's feeding them the same thing. Lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, pride of life. All sin that you are caught up in is rooted in that. Lust of your flesh, lust of your eyes, and your desire to be in control. Why I can't submit? Because I got to be in control. Why I can't do what I make? Why can't I just not submit to authority? Why I can't do it? No, no, can't do that. Can't do that. I'm God. I rule my life. I don't listen to you until I'm convinced that you right. Which means I'm not submitted because I'm still my pastor. Because I'm only letting you pastor me when I think you right. Are you listening to me? It's coming. You got to use it. You have to you have to use it because the enemy plants thoughts. And I know some of you don't believe it. You, you keep saying, I know, I know, I know, I know it. I know, I know. But you don't know because you're not practicing. Because if you sit in church and think somebody roll their eyes at you, your whole spirit shut down. Because somebody roll their eyes at you. Do you know that when you the devil tried to tell you somebody roll their eyes at you, you know how you you know how you you know how you beat that monkey? Go right to that person. And say, I'm over here manifesting in my spirit because a spirit done told me that you just rolled your eyes at me. 
See, I'm trying to take it. See that. Now, now let, now let me tell you what. Now let me tell you. Let me tell you what the devil tell you to do. Don't do that. Cause they're gonna sweat. They're gonna want to fight. You don't know that. That's a fault. That's an idea. That's a suggestion. They're going to fight. No, you think that because you got that devil. But I'm trying to teach y'all. I'm trying to teach y'all practical steps to overcome what he plants. Because you will get stuck in what he plants and will hate somebody. Won't fool with them. Won't talk to them. All because the enemy planted a thought to make you feel like they don't like you. Amen. Are y'all listening to me? Can I keep going? Verse 8. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan, for it's written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only will you serve. Verse 9. Then he brought him to Jerusalem, set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, if you're the son of God, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, he go to devil, using Bible. He'll do it. The devil, he'll use the word. Do it anyway. He'll give you a scripture. Ain't no condemnation to them in Christ Jesus. Go on and get high. Go and smoke them herbs. Herbs. Hmm? You an ex- you 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 the exception. You the chick. You 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 the one planting everything to cast doubt on what God said. If you would say, he'll plant a thought. If you would save, you wouldn't act like that. You ain't saved. He'll give you scriptures. You ain't saved. You, 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 she don't like you. They got an issue with you. They, they jealous of you. They can't handle your anointing. You, 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 know, you know, you've outgrown there. Now, now, you, now you, know, you know it's not true. It, it can't be true because the fruit of your life doesn't show. You... you You, you, the fruit of your life doesn't show that you're getting it. Come on. Come on. We, we're in here shouting. This is, this is me too. We're in here shouting. You know, somebody come out there with a new car. Ooh, ooh that's just a good. Look at a nice car. Ooh, look at that Mercedes. Look at that. Why y'all shouting over a car that you got a note on? a pink slip on that car. It ain't yours. They don't pay it and they'll show you it ain't yours. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth 
See, I, I'm trying to get out. We, we got I'm, I'm telling you, we got to get our mind to another place. And we got to start looking at our life, taking inventory. Take inventory of your life. Look at where you are and say, with all this tongues I'm speaking in and all this anointing I say I got, all this power I got, why don't I have power over Benjamin Franklin? I'm talking about the $100 bill. You ought to be sick of George Washington. Take inventory of your life. Take inventory. Something going on. I got this knowledge, but I'm not applying it. Plan a thought. You ain't got the tithe. You re the devil will tell you, you, you redeem from the curse. See, you, you take the new covenant message and use it, stay with me, as an occasion to your flesh. You ain't got to give. You give that money. You better not give that money. Don't, don't, you better hold on to that. I told you, you're struggling with 100%. You got your whole check and you still struggling. Why not struggle with 90%? If you're going to struggle. You keeping the money and got you in no better place. Well, why won't you go ahead and give some of it to God? Little becomes much. And what Danny Bear Hall said, when you place it in the master's hand. Get together. Verse 10, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you. And in their hands, they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered and said, it's been said, you shall not tempt who? Verse 13, now when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until a what? Now I'm trying to show you that when the enemy came at him, he, he kept giving him the word. And what was he doing? He was maintaining his thought life. The battle was raging, but he won. Most of you in here, the battle is raging and you losing. No praise. Your praise is, 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 is moody. I can tell when you're going through something because your hallelujah ain't the same. I will. Let me tell y'all something. Saturday, Saturday, you know, I preached in Houston. My flight leave at seven. I had to be up by six. No, I had to be to the airport by six. I had to be up by five. I get up, my phone right there, all my phones in place. I get up, ready to go. And I, the, I, I took some food somewhere, so I, I took some food to Houston, so I packed it, but I had all my stuff packed up the night before I felt good. I said, well, I'm going to go to bed and wake up at five and take my time. Right when I'm ready to leave, I can't find my phone. I mean, none of them. I got three. I couldn't find none of them. All right. So they all three together. So because they all three together, I can't use one. 
to call the other. I'm getting mad. I'm walking around now saying, now, Lord, now, Lord, come on now. now. I said, Lord, I ain't trying to do wrong. I'm trying to go preach. You know, you know, it bothers you when the devil fights you when you're trying to do right. And it's like God ain't coming. You know, Lord, come on, Lord, now. You know, Lord, I ain't trying to, I'm, 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 I'm trying to do right. Okay. Ain't getting, I, I done got mad. I got, but then I got word. I will. So I immediately I had to change my perspective and say, Lord, I don't know what you keeping me from. See, you got to get to that place because sometimes you mad and he blocking you from stuff. I said, I said. I said, I feel sorry for the people on the plane. I was going to get on that plane. Must be going to crash or something. You know, I ain't know what because it might. I mean, it's bad. So I had to leave. The, um, I had to leave and, and go get a phone to call. Yeah, call Sister Joy. I couldn't call my phone because my phone had to call Sister Joy. Uh, pray for me. I my phone. And I said, you're going to have to book me on another flight. So... I finally get back, find the phone. It was in the bed. Now I know I had looked in that bed. But the devil started playing thoughts. You getting Alzheimer's. You lying devil. You lying monkey. Thoughts. Ideas. Come on. Right? So the flight I was going to take, I couldn't take. Okay, so then I had to go get another flight that, that left at 748, but I couldn't book it online. I had to go to the app. You know, you get to a certain space, you got to go to the airport to book the ticket. So I got there to book the ticket, and then that flight delayed. Stay with me now. But Bible knowledge says all things. See, I'm trying, to get, I'm trying to get you to understand that I have opportunities to be frustrated. But I remembered a confession that we made this month that we will not be frustrated. Now, the minute you confess it, the enemy is going to come and plant thoughts to try to frustrate you. Tell somebody I will not be frustrated. Now I want you to understand how he operates. And some of you miss it because you think the enemy is going to come and announce himself and say, I am the devil and I come to get on your nerve. He ain't coming like that. You don't see it. You don't see it. I mean, just like that. I'm telling you, just like that, he can plan a thought. Text somebody. Listen to me, listen to me. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Text somebody and they don't respond. Here come a thought. They ignoring you. They see your text. 
They see your text. It's on red. How they gonna leave me on red? You you don't know. Do you know that sometimes you can respond in your head, but not in your hands? That's true. Sometimes you can respond and forget to press in. And you look at it and oh, there it is. But the devil be done worked on that mind. And guess what you do? Fall right into it. Call somebody. They don't respond. They're ignoring you. They see you calling them. It's true, isn't it? I'm trying to talk where we live in. Plant thoughts. Idea. Suggestion. You married. She, she, she looking at your husband. Don't know they're not even studying him. I mean, I'm telling you, I mean, it's not, when I say it's ain't studying, I'm talking about ain't Got now, now, now your husband walk around and scared to say hello to somebody. More grace. How you doing, sister? Scared to talk. Scared. I'm serious, y'all. He planned some kind of thoughts. I get up here and I say, sit down with your, sometimes I be teaching, I say, sit down with your nappy head. And then, then here you go in your mind. I wonder if you're talking about my head. I don't have people say that to me. They be walk up to me and say, you talk about my nappy? I say, baby, I was not thinking about your hair. But if the shoe fit, praise God. Amen. The enemy, he plants thoughts, ideas, and suggestion. Are y'all listening to me? And the minute, the minute you get victory over him, that battle may be done, but he coming. The Bible say he departed unto, let's do that in the NIV. Look, look what the NIV say. Look what NIV say. NIV. NIV. When the devil had finished all his tempting, he left until then. Give, give, me, uh, give me Amplified. Look what Amplified going to say. And when the devil had ended every, the complete cycle of temptation, he temporarily left him. Watch this. That is stood off from him until a more opportune and favorable time. What you mean? Just, just stood off. Let me, let me see his weakness. He's strong in this, but let me find out what he weak in. And I'm going to get them while they weak. 
I'm going to get them in a season where they already feel defeated. I'm going to get them when they already don't feel good about themselves. And then I'm going to come plant a thought to help them fit it. And then I'm going to let somebody, I'm going to use somebody to come and confirm what they already thinking. I'm done. Clap your hands. My time up. If you're in this room and you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, come on, let's get it right. You're a backslider. You need a church home. Get on up here. Thank you for listening. Visit our website for more information to stay connected with the ministry of Prophet Brian Karn at briancarn.com or kingdomcitychurch.com.